This is Cody Ray Miller, and you're listening to the Dude Fuel Podcast. What does it mean to be a fanatic? You know, you've probably heard this word, uh, and we use it, you know, typically in not so nice contexts. We say that person's a fanatic, or they, they are fanatical. Sometimes we're using it in a joking uh, way. We're saying, yeah, they're a Pokemon fanatic, you know. <laughs> they're a football fanatic. We use it in those ways. But what does the word fanatic actually mean? Fanatic, if you look up its etymology, where it comes from, it comes from the Latin phanum, means temple. And so a fanatic is somebody who's come from a temple. And ultimately, how people ended up using this word was to say that somebody had come forth or been sent out from a temple being possessed by some sort of spirit. And so the idea of a fanatic is somebody who has been gripped by a god or a demon or a spirit. This is someone who has been possessed. They've been taken hold of by something greater than themselves. So when I'm using the word fanatic today on the podcast, that's what I mean. Someone who has been gripped by something greater than themselves. Here's the thing. Most people live their life and they are not gripped by anything greater than themselves. Most people live their life and it's all about, hey, I need to keep the lights on. I need to pay all my other bills, especially that cable TV bill. That's really important. I need enough food in my belly so that I can go to bed and rest pretty well so that I can get up and go to my job that I don't really like. But, you know, hey, it's better than nothing. I'm going to live a life existing rather than living a life of passion and purpose. Here's the truth. I heard it said this way. Most people die at about age 25. They just don't bury them until 65 or 75, right? Most people die within themselves just a few years into a career or a few years out of college. Most people say, oh, this is what it is. Struggling to get by, paycheck to paycheck, barely getting what I want in life. Heck, barely getting what I need in life. Forget about what I want. The health benefits, eh, they aren't so good, but you know, (laughs) it is what it is. Hey, you know what? Uh, We just won't have any college savings for the kids anymore. Hey, you know, I'd like a different car, but eh, I mean, this one's fine. It gets me from point A to point B. Mel Robbins says, you've got to quit using the word fine. You've got to quit saying everything is fine. Because you're total, we totally lost the meaning of the word fine. Look back at somebody who says that they own fine china. Or somebody who maybe enjoys a glass of fine wine. That is what the word fine means. But when you ask people, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. What does oh, I'm fine mean? What has that come to mean? It's people who died a long time ago in many cases, and now their life is just meh. Fine has come to mean meh. Meh is spelled M-E-H, by the way, M-E-H period. How you doing, meh? (laughs) I'm fine. I don't have the money that I want. I don't have the time freedom that I want. I don't have the ability to send my kids, you know, to the college that they really want to go to. 
you know, or if I do, I'm going to struggle the entire time trying to figure out how to pay the tuition and the room and board. So many people have given up on their dreams. They've given up on life. They're waking up every Monday and they hate it. And then when Friday rolls around, they say TGIF and they go out and they, you know, have a few drinks, go to the club, uh, go hang out with their friends. Or if you're old, if you're getting, if you're getting up there like me, I'm 31, big, long years old here. (laughs) Then you want to go home and you just want to spend as much time as possible with your family. And then Sunday night rolls around and you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach. I have to go back there to that place to do that thing with those other people. Most people are dead. They're not fanatics. Here's the thing. If you want to live a life of purpose and passion and meaning, you have to become a fanatic. You have to be gripped by something greater than yourself. What is that something? That is what you have to decide. What is your ultimate passion and purpose in life? What are you going to give yourself away to recklessly? This is a life worth living. A life where you're just subsisting, you're just existing and getting by. That is not an admirable life. We know this. Think about people who have given themselves to an incredible cause. These are the people that we hold up in the highest esteem. Jesus of Nazareth went to his death. Why? For what he believed in. Nelson Mandela stayed in prison. For what? For what he believed in. Martin Luther King Jr. endured ignorant racism on a daily basis, but he endured and persisted with his non-violent message. Why? Because he was a fanatic. All three of those that I just mentioned were fanatics. They were gripped by something greater than themselves. And when you are possessed by something greater than yourself, it gives your life meaning. Now let me say this. When you become a fanatic, a lot of people aren't going to like you anymore. A lot of people, when they look at a fanatic or they think about a fanatic, it's somebody who's too loud, who's living too out of line, who is not conforming to the standard system and is therefore dangerous to all the people who are are trying to make it in this system, right? We see that consistently. There was a system that was against Jesus of Nazareth. There was an apartheid system that was against Nelson Mandela. There was a system of racism, systemic and systematic racism that Martin Luther King Jr. opposed and they didn't like it. Did you know there's declassified information that the United States government um, tried to get Martin Luther King Jr. to end his own life? They tried to get him to commit suicide. They, they would send him letters urging him to end his life because of you know, these different things in his life that he had not done well. Absolutely, just mind-blowing to me that that is true history, that that really happened. So you see, when you become a fanatic, people will oppose you. And they oppose you because they're threatened by you. 
But here's the really cool thing about being a fanatic. Two things. First, if you're a fanatic, you can change the world. Did Jesus of Nazareth change the world? Absolutely he did. Did Nelson Mandela change the world? No question. Martin Luther King Jr., without a doubt. They changed the world. Without being fanatical, would they have changed the world? I'm telling you, friends, they would not have. We wouldn't know their names. We know their names because they were gripped by something higher than themselves. They were possessed. They had become fanatics. People who didn't get it, didn't get it. They looked at them, they viewed them with disdain as fanatics, but they changed the world. And here is the other thing. Not only by becoming a fanatic can you change the world, you can also change the lives of other individuals, make it very personal. Because lots of people can change the world. Adolf Hitler changed the world. Okay? Benito Mussolini changed the world. Right? You can change the world, but not for the better. You see, when you're actually impacting the lives of other people, This is fanaticism at its absolute best. When you've been gripped by a vision and a purpose and a power higher than yourself and then you're helping other people live at that sort of level to vibrate with that sort of frequency, you're doing something absolutely incredible. I encourage you to be a fanatic. I encourage you to find whatever it is that is your deepest passion and to then live as a fanatic. But I need to tell you this, if you choose to do it, it sounds really good on the face of it. Yeah, you can be a world changer. Yeah, you can change the course of another human, uh, possibly dozens or hundreds or thousands of other human lives. You can impact them for the better in a positive way. That sounds really good, right? Here's the truth. Many people will oppose you once you become a fanatic. And you need to know this and you need to be fully prepared for it. You see, you have to be willing to accept this as your burden. That when you become a fanatic, people are going to tell you to shut up and sit down and hop back in line. You're going to lose friends when you become a fanatic. People are going to label you as a carnival barker. People are going to label you as a huckster, as a fraud. People are going to label you with all sorts of things because you're stepping out in faith with what you believe at your deepest core is the best for the world and the best for other people. It's a challenge to the system and other people are going to make it their mission to cut you down. And it doesn't feel good, friends. We all have those feelings, that social responsibility. We don't want anybody saying bad things about us on social media. Heck, I don't even want people believing bad things about me in their private thoughts. But here's the truth. We can't control other people. Some people, they're going to view fanatics of any sort negatively. But I'm here to tell you today that there is a positive fanaticism. And that if you want to live life and just stop existing through life, but if you want to actually start living a life worth living, you have to become a fanatic. So what are you most uh, passionate about? What are you most gripped by? When you really step out 
and you let go of all of your self-doubt and you let go of the concerns about how other people are going to view you, what is your deepest passion at your core and how can you live that out fanatically in your day-to-day life? How can you live a life of fanatical power like those who have gone before you, who have changed the world in a positive way and impacted the lives of countless people, not just in their own day, but for years and years after they were gone, leaving a legacy of change that has forever made our world a different place. And again, I emphasize for the better. As always, this podcast is dedicated to you and to your success. I hope you'll become a fanatic for something. Because if you're not fanatical about something, you're not gripped by something, you're just getting by. And just getting by, in my opinion, that's not a life worth living. We need to be people of a higher calling. So what is your high calling in life and how can you live that out to the max? Don't let other people steal your dreams. Don't let conformists push you back in line. What is your vision for this world? What is your vision for life, for impacting the lives of other people? And how can you get started on that today? I'm Cody Ray Miller. Thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow.